No, no, I think Breakthrough TV gives bad, bad, bad broadcasting a good name. You're listening to Con Air Radio. Stop whining. It's about to begin. (laughs) All right, we are back, and this is our final show from Phoenix Comic Con. Uh, of course, we are your hosts. We got our tab. Hello. We got uh, Cameron, the film dropout. How's it going? Uh, of course, it's me, the guy that's going to be playing Hagrid tomorrow. I'm Jared. And uh, sitting in with us again uh, is Jessica. Hello. So, uh, yeah, we're going we're, we're gonna to be your host for the final show from Phoenix Comic Con. Uh, of course, this is Saturday night. Is it uh, now? It is Saturday night, so... We still got an entire day left at Phoenix Comic Con, and we're all drinking to at least extend the time a little bit. Release the tension. Yes, to release the tension. <laughs> it was rather busy on the floor. Yes, it was. It was pretty busy today. Uh, it was. It was packed. Um, noticeable difference from yesterday. Uh, pr- pretty much like like I was saying at the two o'clock show, there was a huge noticeable difference between two o'clock yesterday and two o'clock today. Um, but at least you know they got the they got the lines moving pretty good. I mean, we were only in line not even ten minutes, uh, even to get back in after we left for our midday nap. <laughs> yeah, I didn't have a real problem getting in. Um, I mean, there was a wait when I first got here, but I, it was no longer than ten minutes. Yeah, or it, it felt shorter than that anyway. It was they were good at keeping it moving. Yeah, it was uh, definitely a big big improvement. Def- definitely big 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 improvement. Sorry, I have a big, 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 definitely. I'm cosplaying as Rain Man right now. Can I get time for Wapner? So, being that it is the next to last day before the end of Comic Con, I know. What What are you guys taking away from this year so far? Not any of my money. I know. Uh, next year is going to be interesting. I yeah, I have to agree with you on that one. I am I am less excited for whoever they're going to have here, and more excited to see what kind of changes are going to be made at the con in terms of policies and things like that. Yeah, I what? think they're going to catch their they're going to they're going to realize that uh, you know they didn't need to go as hard as they did. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, I think I think people need to be a little more forgiving about it being like a knee-jerk reaction. I mean, what what else are you going to be able to do when you don't know how to deal with a situation like this? You know, it's better to a better safe than sorry type thing. Right. Um, but again, I, I don't know if I really have an opinion on it. As far as I just kind of want everyone to know what happened. And yeah. What it was. What what's going on? The butler did it. Uh, what, what do you think, Jessica? What, what are you taking away? I mean, I know you were you were only here yesterday and today. Uh, what 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 caught your your eye? Compared today from yesterday, just they were doing a lot better with handling the bag checks and their wands, their metal detector wands. And I feel like if they kept those two things in for next year, it will go as smoothly as today, as opposed to having it as terrible as yesterday. Yeah. Um, I'm hoping that they will reallow prop weapons, of course, and that maybe they'll make it a little bit more smooth and add it to that whole bag check thing. Mm. I think that would actually work pretty well. Right. So, so speaking of prop weapons, th- this is actually I know we, we were we were going to get into this. Um, there was uh, also this morning a little bit of a situation. A shakeup, you would a, say. A, a little bit of a shakeup. Nine years in the making. Yeah, with uh, Ultra Saber. The uh, if you've ever been to a Phoenix Comic Con, uh, any con really, it's it's a beacon. You can't miss it. Yeah, they're they're the ones that literally have the lightsabers all around their booth. It's you can go and custom build a lightsaber from uh, from the hilt to the, the blade, uh, the, blade the, color. the color, everything. And there happened to be something that happened this there, past There's week. a beef. Well, so I talked to 
This is this is film dropout exclusive, everybody. Okay. Uh, I talked to one of the vendors who let me take a look at the the statement notice that was given out by Ultra Saber, and she also kind of explained uh, since she was also a vendor that um, she kind of had a little more understanding and, and uh, of what the situation was in terms of uh, between Comic Con and Ultra Saber, and it was uh, stuff that not just Ultra Saber was feeling, but they're kind of the ones who gave the most pushback so they got pushed out but right like Khan had extended the uh, hours of the floor at last no- minute notice without letting a lot of the vendors know so that was part of it um, you know the compliance that that uh, they had put down on ultra saber to uh, how to wrap and sell their stuff and they're claiming you know the cons claiming they didn't weren't following those those new policies mm-hmm. and Ultra Saber is saying they were so it's kind of a he said she said at this point but it ended up with Ultra Saber walking or being uh, forced to leave being forced to leave yeah that that's that's a lot of what I got um, now I will say this I did I did read both statements there was a statement from Phoenix Comic Con as well uh, tell I, us about the the Phoenix Comic Con now statement. their 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 statement oh, let me get, let me go ahead and pull that up uh, here again really quick. Uh, they did make a statement where they did say that um, even though Ultra Ultra Saber actually did state in their statement that they did not receive a refund uh, for their floor space and all that they, that they had previously rented, uh, Phoenix Comic Con is actually stating that they actually cut them a check pretty much before they left for the full refund of the floor space, uh, and that's actually uh, that was actually apparently handed to them by. Um, uh, by one of the the higher ups of Phoenix Comic Con. Well, what's the time on that? Because they because I think Ultra Saber was handing out their leaflets to the vendors uh, this morning. They, they and were, I didn't see that. I didn't see that. Um, yeah, the, the Phoenix Comic Con response till this afternoon. The response actually came out uh, probably around noon, uh, from what I was from what I was seeing, and the. Uh, there were representatives from uh, Ultra Saber that actually were able to go into the con and actually distribute these flyers, not just to other uh, vendors, but also they were passing them out to uh, a couple of guests, a couple of the uh, 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 con goers. That's kind of slanderous. Yeah, it. it I, I do believe that it that it, that it is. So Ultra's just burned their bridge. I. I and dynamited it. I, I, I want to say, yeah. I want to say they did. Um, just because for the sheer fact of even even Comic-Con went as far to say, you know, yeah, th- some of their representatives came on to our property and distributed these flyers without our consent. And what they are saying is not true. That we did cut them a check for the full refund for the floor space for the whole weekend, not prorated that they already used two days. They gave them a full refund. So Ultra walks out with all the profits they made at the at the con for two days plus mm-hmm. their full refund. Yeah. Ultra should be happier in a clan. They should be. I don't know. I'd rather have four days than two. And that's so true I too. That's but I wouldn't true too. Been, I wouldn't have been stupid enough to go in and burn the bridge either. Oh, well, if, if, if Khan was being unreasonable with their request, I mean, and here's when it comes to Ultra Saber, and not to, again, not taking sides, but when I think of the, the danger that a lightsaber proposes and saying, well, regardless of a weapon, it needs to be contained, boxed, bagged, whatever, to where it's like not even out of sight, and you're going to include lightsabers in that, it's it's a lightsaber. I think we know that mm-hmm. lightsabers aren't real. I think, I, I think maybe... I, I understand it's a hard thing to say because I think maybe Khan's hands was tie, were tied because they couldn't say no props, but we'll keep Ultra Saber because, you know, they're not really whatever. Yeah. Like, and, well, why are you singling them out type thing? And and that that's the thing, too. I don't I don't believe that they were singling out because also in the statement from Phoenix Comic Con, uh, Phoenix Comic Con actually called a meeting for all their vendors Friday morning, and there were no representatives from Ultra Star or from Ultra Saber, sorry, uh, at that meeting. And so that that right there I do see is a big strike one on their part. Uh, the fact that, I mean, I personally did see people with lightsabers that were not wrapped up on Friday. And you, you can tell, I mean, I, I will get that, I will say this. 
Ultra Saber has the best quality lightsaber at, on the floor at, at con. At, at the con. At the con. They have the best quality lightsabers at the con. So you know just by looking at the lightsaber, oh, they got that from Ultra Saber. I saw a few that were that were not wrapped. I mean, yes, granted, Phoenix Comic Con told them they knew they do need to have them wrapped, uh, just just because of the policy that they that they laid down. And Ultra Saber did not want to wrap them up in trash bags or anything. I think there was a bit of a confusion going on as well. Not going to the meeting, I think they lost that information that they were supposed to wrap them. So that's yeah. why we got some of them where we could see them out on the floor. And then it doesn't matter if the kid bought it before somebody went up to Ultra Saber and said, hey, you missed this important meeting. This is what's going on. You need right. to start doing this. He could have bought it before they were informed. And then these officers are seeing these lightsabers walking around. You also might not have gotten full communication to all of their employees. Um, and again, the trash bag thing I can totally respect. But also, why doesn't Ultra Saber have boxes that, I mean, less likely for your customer to break their weapon mm -hmm. before they get home? More that's, I'm going to say that's more of an overhead issue, and they don't want to pay for, oh, for packaging, for, for packaging yeah. stuff. Because, I mean, that is one of the things I've always noticed about uh, any of the previous times I've been at con where I've noticed people with Ultra Sabers. You know, you, you know they're Ultra Saber because they're out. People have them out, and they're yeah. lit up and everything. They're everywhere. It's like, you know, I, I joke, joked that Ultra Saber was the rave booth. You know? Yeah, I mean, but it, it's so true. It, it, they, they have, like I said, they have some of the best quality. Uh, of any any lightsaber manufacturer, I will say that. Um, but the fact that you can get such a such a customi uh, customizable thing, like uh, one of my favorite ones that I've seen is the one that actually has the Eye of Thundera hilt from Thundercats. I actually wanted to purchase one of those. I don't, you know, didn't have the money this time, but I was hoping sometime in the future to actually pick one up for myself. And now that this bridge has been burned. I mean, I personally, I don't want to take sides. Just like you, Cameron, I, I don't feel like it, it would be right to take sides. But I do feel like there was a miscommunication. And I kind of feel like they should, um, they should definitely give some time to cool off. But at some point, whether it's Square Egg reaching out to Ultra Saber, Ultra Saber reaching out to Square Egg, say hey let's talk about what happened let's reach a a civil agreement and it, it you do know, we want to take a bet on who's going to cave first uh honestly what's uh, what's the over under <laughs> i'd say um ultra cave i i'd, I'd say so too because cons are, are some of their biggest uh their biggest times where they can actually you know make make these sales well did they they were at fan fest weren't they yeah. No. Okay. And not this year. No. Because I had money. I wanted to buy one. And oh, that's right. Not. Yeah. Yeah. They did not come to Fan Fest. So I mean. Okay. Because it, then it, it makes me then wonder how many other cons they're losing out on because the people who run Phoenix Comic Con run the other ones. Well, well yeah. It'll be three locally, and if they continue the ban on the other ones, then there's three out uh, other mm -hmm. ones. And I kind of I kind of think that. With what happened, uh, a lot of con, uh, Comic Con promoters are going to side with other with other conventions. So if they say, "Oh, Ultra Saber, you know, they're they're screwing over one of our, one of our sister conventions," we don't we don't want them here. I, don't, I, I I could I could see that happening. Yeah, but then there's the other side of it saying that the vendors are going to take Ultra Saber side and walk with Ultra Saber, and then what? That's what true and too. then what do you do about? Uh, you know, not having enough vendors for to make the con. Are, are there are there enough well, in the line? That's I, never going to be a problem. I don't know. There's I, a I, lot I, of samey stuff here on that floor. That, that that is true. But the the big thing is like even even I've seen it. Uh, I I've talked to a couple uh, a couple Square Egg representatives. Like and, I don't want a whole a row of, of fidget spinners. Next well, year. no, no, oh, that's fuck, true. No. That's true. <laughs> but um, I saw two, there, three too many. There there was uh, there's still a waiting list of three to four, maybe even six years of people wanting to actually get some floor space at Comic-Con, specifically Phoenix Comic-Con. I don't think they're going to run out of, uh, of vendors that oh, are going to no, want to come no. in. It, it's not going to happen. There are more vendors you know, on that waiting list, period, outrageously. I mean, we could lose a quarter of what's on that floor right now 
and he still has more than enough people to fill those gaps. And that that's actually also one of the main reasons why they, they dedicated a specific area in Hall of Heroes to actually expand the the vendor hall. Right. So it, it, it was to bring on more and, yeah, granted, to make more money for the con, but with how much floor space on the bottom hall is dedicated to just vendors, not not even including Artist Alley. You can get rid of Artist Alley, put all the vendors down there, bring in, all, bring in some more vendors, you would still have a, a list, just an eon long. And also consider the fact that Ultra Saber being booted out, who's Ultra Saber's ca- uh, 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 competition? They're going to be next on that list. Yeah. Oh, if yes. Comic Con feels well, the is, is, is part of is part of Ultra Saber that they're local or do they travel? I'm not sure. I, I don't think they're local. I honestly don't know. I I don't. I, I'm pretty sure they're not local. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure that they're not local because they would have been at Fan Fest. Yeah. Saber, Saber Forge, Saber Forge. Yeah. That that could be another Saber, one. Yeah. Saber Forge. You know, we might have an opening. Yeah. Just saying. Just drop that. Drop that in there. Yeah. Sorry, Ultra Saber. <laughs> And and honestly, I think Saber Forge is also a little bit more affordable. Ooh, so they may end up being more. I know. Well, uh, here's the difference. I know that through Saber Forge, I can get the apprentices, Mm -hmm. the secret apprentices lightsaber with the exposed crystal. I can't (gasps) get that at Ultra Saber. Can't do that. All right. So but I'm but but I'm more interested in that um, you know word of mouth is a thing and in my experience and in looking at the longer picture here, <laughs> this is the second con in a row for me at least for Phoenix Comic Con the summer Comic Con mm-hmm. where there has been some level of a fiasco about it. I remember like last year, it was the hottest day. It was like a hundred. It hit like 120, 122 degrees, and yep. there were like four or five hour wait times at the, at the registration line. And and so that, that's that was a big. Because of the and, computer glitch, right? And so that's last year. So that's strike one. And now this year, not only you have the double down, the, you know, the double fist of having a, a, an attempted active shooter situation here, but also they're alienating vendors. And I'm just wondering if there will be a, a third strike, uh, if that'll be it, or how. What is really going to be the fallout of this? And I think that's yeah. something that I, needs to I be think, addressed. I, I and think not just glossed over. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's an issue. Matt wouldn't have expanded his business if he thought that one vendor would bring down everything. That Matt's moved into... I don't think he was necessarily thinking that he was going to have an active shooter situation in one of his cons. Yeah, either. definitely no one, not. But at the same time, everybody that has some kind of event that's large enough to be a target. I mean, seriously, this guy could have walked into any mall, any Walmart, and been just as bit of, big of a threat he just chose to walk into Comic-Con because that's what he chose. Well, I'm just saying stuff like this, acts of violence and things, it stains a reputation for a while. There, I know plenty bars where just a stabbing took place out, out front. Yeah. And that bar, that bar, that location never was able to recover. It would go through like four or five, eight bars. And none of them were able to stay because that was the place where you know the guy got stabbed. So yeah. Well, that, if we that, were talking true. John Lennon or you know someone of significance, well, maybe. Well, but no, no. I mean, I mean, I, I mean, I'm I, even talking on a local level, and I think that that yeah. could have a potential effect here through the valley. Like I, I know plenty of people who uh, are already talking about how they already don't feel safe in the world as it is, and now Comic Con has been added to that list for them. Yeah. Yeah, but I those are the paranoid people that are worried about going to Walmart to get their groceries <laughs> and stuff too. <laughs> I think the best thing that we can do is sit back and see next year and yeah. see FanFest, right. the reactions and how they react and as far as the company goes, as Comic-Con goes and also what the fans look at. I mean, you got to also look at the fact that I mean, uh, this is a learning process. Matt knew that he was going to have a lot of stuff to deal with this con for sure because of the volunteer issue that he had uh, a few months back. Yeah. So he's already had to make some adjustments. He's going to make some more adjustments. He'll make new security changes, and he's going to continue to move on. Ultra Forge being bopped out of there after nine years of being here, that's Ultra, great. Ultra Saber. Uh, Ultra Saber. Or Ultra, yeah. Yeah, well, I'm combining we, them because oh, now yeah. Forge is going to buy Ultra Saber. Anyway. <laughs> and I also remember Con, Con before Ultra Saber, so I, I'm... I'm I'm worried about the, the the snowball effect of what could happen, and I mean, and not worried per I, se, but that's something I think needs to be addressed. Yeah, and I, I see where you're coming from on that too. I mean, 
there is a certain camaraderie when it comes to vendors. There are vendors or that... Or con in general. Con, Every, con everything in general, is yeah. a community. Yeah, but, but, but vendors specifically. Uh, there are several vendors who travel from one show to the next to get, uh, because to them it's a, it, it's a, it's a familial you know, yeah, if, if there are other vendors out there who travel closely with, uh, with Ultra Saber, there is that possibility where they're going to take, they're going to take their side and say, you know what, screw this con, uh, we're never coming back. And I, I personally would hate to see that happen, but I wouldn't put it past specific vendors. I still don't see, I don't think it's going to be an issue. No, no, I, I don't think it's going to be an issue, but honestly, Dad, uh, we're, we're going to have to wait it out and see. Yeah, yeah. I totally agree. But and, and I would not have a doubt that Matt turned around going to, and, and I can't remember the name, whatever, Forge. Um, he, Matt could have turned around going, hey, I got a free spot on FanFest. <laughs> you interested? That's possible. I mean, he could already, he could have made that call, you know, minutes after these guys decided to burn the bridge. He may have been totally open for Ultra Saber to come back into the fold if they would comply to what he said. You know, yeah, we only know what we've heard. We don't know if Ultra's turned around and says, ah, oh, fuck him. You know, I'm going to do what I want to do. He could have. Or Matt could have just turned around and said, you know, these guys have been pissing in my Wheaties for fucking nine years now. Maybe I just need to find a way to weed them out. And maybe he did it. Hashtag con drama. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So no. so we're going to go ahead. We're going to take a break. We're going to get a refill on drinks. Yeah. No, cause... I'm going to empty this really quickly so I can do that. <laughs> All right. And uh, we'll be back. BYTS, Beyond Technology Solutions, has a computer repair shop in the East Valley on the southeast corner of Rucker and University, where over the last three years, it has grown in personnel and in reputation for being affordable and efficient. They do PC, Mac, cell phone repairs, and sell refurbished computers. Clever Art Studios has 15 years of experience with clients like NASA, the Arizona State Museum, Discovery Channel, Science Channel, and the National Geographic Television. She has skills in animation and illustration. You can find her at Facebook and LinkedIn. And she has her own website, www.cleverartstudio.com. All right, we're back. And again, I forgot to mention, we're actually uh, sitting in the, uh, the balcony of the hotel room. Uh, so if you, you can't hear everything <laughs> from the streets below. Of, yeah, of the sounds, the sirens. And... Oh, sorry. Hong Kong. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so uh, let, let's go ahead and step away from the con a little bit, just because of all, all the. Right, but my court's only no, so no, long. no, no. Sit down. Oh, sit all down. All right, all right. You've had, <laughs> you th- you're on what? Your fifth screwdriver? Yeah, I wish. I <laughs> thought it was third. Uh, I'm, was about, a, I'm counting third. I was going to be rude and say lucky number seven. I know, all right. As much as I would love to it, it's only two. I'm still working <laughs> at it, but I like your number. <laughs> that is my goal. That's to strive for. All right, so uh, outside of Con, uh, I know the, the, the movie... Uh, well, yeah, what movie, is movie Summer Blockbuster movie season has started. Yeah. What? Like this weekend's Pirates of the Caribbean that nobody's talking about. Oh. I know. Is that kind of weird? That's probably indicative. It's because they're all at Comic-Con. They haven't made it there yet. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I mean, I, I, know, I know a lot of my local friends. Like, actually, I, I was looking on Facebook and through the mist of all the con drama... Uh, I right, actually yeah. saw like, oh hey, I'm I'm going to see Pirates of the Caribbean tonight. Who wants to go? Pirates and of the Caribbean Five. Divorces are expensive. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, but there's also another movie that uh, that recently came out as well, uh, a beloved franchise for most people uh, from the Aliens franchise. Alien, Alien Covenant. Oh, Alien Covenant. Gum- I thought Gumby was making a comeback. No, that's next year. Oh, all right. <laughs> uh, so. Cameron, you said you were you, you you'd seen it. I did see Alien Covenant. Now let me just premise: I am a, a huge Alien fan. I've written papers in college about it. Uh, I understand the mythos and all of the things and what have you. And I love and another thing is I loved Prometheus. I'm a big Ridley Scott fan. Oh, okay. So Blade Runner, totally on board for Ridley Scott and all these things. Uh, I feel like Alien Covenant was a, a misstep in a lot of ways. Uh, it's it's not good. It's not bad. It's uh, it kind of 
leaves no super great impression and it's but it is a good bridge vehicle for being between Prometheus and Alien. Okay, yeah, I was just about to ask, where in the timeline is it? It's but, it's yeah. between that, and it's good for bridging, saying, here's the Prometheus elements and how we're going to weave them into the Alien elements. Uh, the problem is is that the Alien elements were just essentially just very boring and flat, and a lot of, uh, felt like, it definitely felt like a lot of uh, been here, done this. So uh, that was more of a, a kind of a detriment for me. I was a little disappointed in that regard. The stuff with the Michael Fassbender, though, mm-hmm. and that was all great. And it okay. was like, I would have rather had more of a movie about that. And it's kind of bums me out that Prometheus is now kind of tied in with the Alien franchise when it doesn't need to be because it's its own great concept right. without having to be tied into Xenomorphs. Okay. I mean, I, and I'm not going to lie. I mean, this is uh, by far one of the... I'd, I'd say probably the second not so great review of it, yeah. you know, and and I mean I've I've heard a lot of a lot of really good things about it on you know a, a different levels as well. Um, I mean the so. the effects are great. Uh, I don't care about this cast again. They mm-hmm. have um, their main lead, uh, who I'm just going to call Demi Moore from Ghost. Okay. Uh, they have. <laughs> running around doing the Ripley thing but the thing is is you don't have any of this information on who she really is okay so it kind of makes it harder to relate so, so there wasn't really a, a good character yeah, development yeah I just that. don't care I don't care about her I don't care about this crew like there's nothing that humanizes them that makes them interesting to me okay or sympathetic so uh, that that aspect of it was kind of a kind of a letdown okay it's f- forgettable yeah, so uh, I mean, I, I you remember I, Ripley. I don't. Yeah. I don't even remember Unforgettable. who, this, who Demi Moore who from Ghost character. is. Yeah, um, I mean, I, I personally, I'd, I'd love to see it, uh, just because. I mean, I, I was a fan of the of the Alien uh, franchise back in the day, but I think maybe they I, even met Eclorians a little bit. Really? Yeah, I feel okay. like there's it borders on that a little. Okay. But I have to say, I watched Prometheus. I personally didn't like Prometheus. Okay. What was so, it about Prometheus that you didn't like? I Honestly, I can't really put my finger on it. I it, thought it was just weird. See, I think yeah, the, it, I love the concept of it that you have... The engineers? Uh, the engineers. Well, it's man's search for their creator. Like, mm-hmm. that's what it should be about, not... Shouldn't be about the xenomorph. It should be about we're searching for our god. And we got okay. an alien there. That and says, that, was, that was always way more of an interesting thing. And then I think the only way they could get it greenlit... Was if the studio said, "Well, you gotta tie the xenomorph on us, so we know we can make the money." Familiarity. We don't want to see something new. Yeah. We got engineers going. Oops, we made a misprint. Try again. Like I, I definitely feel like with this one, they said you have to have a xenomorph in it, and if you don't, okay. we're not gonna do these anymore because it's it it feels kind of just kind of kind of two two stories, and one was forced into the first one. Yeah, I would say that's a very accurate statement. And okay. and then it leaves. It does that thing that Prometheus did, where one of, I do feel like one of its faults was it, it left more questions than it answered, and that has kind of happened here with Alien Covenant because it, I, I feel like it retcons things, it changes the meanings of certain elements of the film, um, you know, drastically, and I, I've not heard a lot of people talk about that, and it's hard to talk about without getting into spoilers. Okay. So. So, so would you say uh, matinee or wait for Dollar Theater? Uh, Netflix. Ooh. Okay. All right, well. I mean, we, we yeah, might. Yeah, no, because Prometheus is worth paying for. Alien is worth paying for. Alien Covenant, it's not worth paying for because you've already paid to see those movies. <laughs> okay. Because so, that's essentially what they did is they, they kind of took, they, they, Gave the abridged Prometheus and the abridged Alien. Like the the last twenty minutes of the movie is the movie Alien, without okay. any of the tension or buildup. Okay. And I have and, and there's this weird shower scene. What? There's there's a shower <laughs> scene where it, it becomes alien like a, no, it becomes like a Friday the Thirteenth homage almost. Oh, okay. Or, uh, okay, or, but I put that in Prometheus when she's getting the thing cut out of her. That was kind of this weird... But this is more of like a cliched, like, look, that was oh. that was an original idea of, like, I'm going to do surgery on myself to have my squid baby abortion. <laughs> so... And that's an awesome name for a band, squid baby abortion. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
any heavy metal guys out there, here you go. Yeah, they were playing. Hey, down trademark, on I want my royalties. <laughs> totally. Um, all right, so I mean, we, I'll, I'll probably wait till it hits a dollar theater to, to go watch it. Just my original point with this, the shower scene, though, yeah. um, a lot of people were complaining that it was there because it was cliche and unnecessary, and I totally agree with that. But that blood spatter effect was really nice. Pretty good. It looked pretty good. <laughs> I thought, okay. like, it was nice, and it was a nice, really nice crimson mixed with the, the shower water that made it like not thick and soupy. Okay. And, oh, it was just a nice looking. It looked down nice. The walls. Okay. So somebody is into visual effects. <laughs> uh, I just like really good shot composition. Yeah. When something looks good, it looks good. And I feel like that, for a lot of shit that that scene gets, that was something that I really kind of was well, more of its strength. Were, were they kind of heavy-handed on the computer effects, or did they use more practical? It's it's computer. It's all it's computer. Oh. Like, there's... No, like, noticeably the so. blood spray stuff is, is practical. A lot of the gore effects are practical, but the xenomorph is fully digital. Oh, okay. I miss puppets. I know, right? And the xenomorphists, the, all the... All the different other creatures because there's not just there's more than one spoilers okay damn it you've taken me off subject now speaking of puppets oh, logic, no. logic choices. Oh, no. did you hear oh, that uh, there is a uh, 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 dark crystal prequel mm-hmm. coming yes. out on mm-hmm. Netflix oh I did hear something about I, that I, I will say this dark crystal scared me as a child uh, just because of the the puppets like it, it just was completely out of the norm for me. I'm gonna. I, I loved Labyrinth, but Dark Crystal scared me. I watched it, but it scared me. For whatever reason, and I'll just—I know I'm sure I've copped to it before, and I'll cop to it again. Those '80s weird fantasy movies, I don't have a connection with. So, like mm-hmm. your Labyrinth, your Princess Bride, I'm sure Dark Crystal too. I, I just don't. I don't get it. Like, I don't okay. get why it's loved. Like, I, I understand that it's loved. I don't get why it is loved. How old were you then? Well, I wasn't born for when it came out, but when I was shown it, I just, I was like, I didn't I've get it. I didn't, I didn't understand why this was interesting. Look what we do. We're podcasters on Comic-Con, okay? I went back and watched some of my favorite movies, and God, I went, holy crap, is that cheesy. <laughs> yeah, that, that. That kind of, I mean, I, I've I've seen it again since, seen Dark Crystal again since then. I enjoyed it, but it's not. But it was well, so cheesy. Uh, and I'm worried that if I was to go watch it now, I'd have. Uh, I've heard it called the Goonies effect, where you can show someone the Goonies as an adult and they don't enjoy it as much as they probably would yeah. have if they were a kid. Well, the Goonies is a little bit different. There's not as many effects. It's all human, 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 human. You know, it, it's not like puppets. It's not like special effects in CGI. True, but there's so. that, that magic that kind of comes with seeing, you know, the Goonies that maybe doesn't translate as well over to adulthood as it would, uh, you know, otherwise. Well, and I feel, I feel like with Dark Crystal, it could be the same, kind of a similar thing. Like, I'm just right. I'm watching a kid's movie without the nostalgia to back it up. It, okay. it, don't they call that goosebumps? <laughs> you know, not, yeah, a, teen, like a, yeah. teen, a preteen type scary, you know, movie and then... Yeah. It's scary, scary for preteens, but as adults, you're laughing at it. A gateway yeah. horror? Yeah. Gateway horror, yeah. That, that's perfect. I can see that. That's so funny. Are uh, You Afraid of the Dark was not a gateway horror. No. Are, are You Afraid of the Dark was amazing. It was. Oh, I'm not ol- downing it. I loved it. That's the only thing it, it should I, ever be called. I probably should have waited until I was older to watch it. What, but, was, what was the episode that scared you the most? Oh, there was something in the water pipes. I don't remember what it was called, but for some reason, one kid died in the toilet. And it was like, you get this scene where the kitten, this hand is coming out of the toilet and it scarred me for life. I had to always, before I like unlocked the door and walked out, had to look That's behind me. That's not the me, one sure with the, the private school where there's the monster that lives in the... I think so because there's also yeah. a pool death scene and that didn't bother me. Okay. But I was also kind of scarred by angry beavers when the um, fan came off of the ceiling and they were stuck uh, on it flying yeah. around. So I'm a little weird. Okay. No, I get it. Fears are fears. Yeah. No. Uh, uh, are you afraid of the dark? There was actually an episode. I remember it was at a uh, at a carnival. There was this clown. Oh, Zevo the clown. Zevo the clown. That's it. And they steals the nose. Yeah. You have to oh, steal, go in and steal the nose, and it caused him to come to life. That, yeah. That, no, that, I... that one. That one scarred me. I don't, uh, yeah, and that's not because, again, I'm not, af- I've said it before, I'm not afraid of clowns. Yeah, same here. But that's a good effective use of creepy clownness that unnerves me. I would yeah. also say they give that props to the gra- the Ghastly Grinner episode, which mm-hmm. was one of my favorites. I, I, I will say this Zebo the Clown, right up there with it. 
old it. Tim I, Curry. Yeah, no, I'll totally give you that. Zevo yeah. the Clown, like, that was what made him creepy is because I'm like, oh, someone really likes Pennywise. Yeah. I like Tim Curry, but, I mean, he's a little creepy now. I miss Dr. Bink. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I had no with a bubble, problems bubble. with clowns until Freak Show, American Horror Story Freak Show. That clown just... Twisty. Have you ever seen the old classic? He was Attack, too creepy. Attack too of the creepy. Killer Clowns. Oh, God. I've seen <laughs> scenes from it. I haven't seen the full thing. No, that's a stupid movie, but it's hilarious. Like, here's, <laughs> like I, I said it before uh, with regard to clowns. What makes a clown, a clown creepy is the distrust that it creates by doing something that subverts what you would expect a clown to do. Yeah. Right. So, like, it's happy and fun and inviting, and then it stabs you. That's what's scary, not this creepy monster clown. Mm-hmm. To so, me, like I just think of Spawn. Yeah. Oh, that that's uh, because that's a great clown, and I, he's not scary. He's hysterical. I, I hate I, I hate to say this because I, I can't believe I'm actually going to say this. They need to remake Spawn. They are. But yeah, no, they they, they need to remake it. Yeah, they, they make they, it hard R. They need do to the, they need to do it hard R. Give it a Logan treatment. Did they, you just say they are? They are. They are. They're uh-huh. they're they talking are. about they're it the, the way. Okay, I I got a quote credible hint. From a gentleman who now works for, with, Todd. McFarland? Yes, our okay. former guest, Tom Levine. Okay. And he was suggesting, and uh, quote, quietly, yes, they are. They're trying to make it happen. That's, I don't think anything but, has been But, you know, you got to realize, McFarland is a perfectionist. He is not going to let this come out. And that's the problem, is that he needs to let someone else... Kind of, oh, he needs know. he <laughs> needs to step away from it, otherwise it's not going to happen. Like, yeah, I mean, because it, it, he's too much of a control freak, and from frankly, from some of the stories I've heard, difficult to work with. Mm. And that's me being very polite about it. Yeah, I have I have uh, kind of heard that story. But. That I think it would be more detrimental to preventing a project and prevent yeah. a project from happening than something actually coming through. But, but it, I would absolutely love to see a Spawn remake. Yeah, yeah. definitely. All right, so. Um, Oh, I forgot what I was where I was going. Oh, uh, so we got we got other movies coming out here pretty soon. Yes, we uh, do. The uh, of course we got all the all the fun superhero movies. Uh, of course we got what Wonder Woman. Uh, we have. Uh, I'm hearing mixed reviews on Wonder Woman, but here's here's what you need to take away from with Wonder Woman. Regardless of what people are saying about it, it's gonna kill at the box office. Oh yeah, yeah. it's oh, just yeah. gonna kill, regardless if it's good or not. And just 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 to see Gail got it in a Wonder Woman outfit. Gal Gadot, <laughs> or yeah, whatever her name is. Gal got it. Gal got it. Gal got it. That still got it. Gal Gadot, whatever. But yeah, I mean, I, I, I want to see it. I mean, the, usually the previews, like the the way that they've been coming out, normally deter me from it. I can only watch two previews ever now. The first two yeah. trailers are it. I can't watch any more past that, and I don't want to. I'm yeah. just waiting it for ruins to... too much of the movie. I, I, I kind of, I'm. I'm kind of hoping they're going with the whole Guardians of the Galaxy type thing. Where for what? For for the uh, for the trailers, like literally 80% of the trailers for Guardians of the Galaxy was within the first 20 minutes of the movie. Oh, where yeah, you, so you yeah. don't get to see a lot of the back half stuff. Yeah, no, I totally agree with that because I, uh, I hope that's what I, they're doing. That was one of the things I did enjoy about Guardians of the Galaxy is there was so little of the Kurt Russell stuff shown, mm-hmm. like. I didn't want to see Kurt Russell in the trailer. I felt like it was too important that he needed to be a reveal type. Yeah. Like, we all knew he was going to be there, but he needed to be revealed yeah, in the, the film, not in the trailer. Like, you, you, you got nothing of the actual story from the trailer. Which no, no. It was, even, even from the first time and the second time that I saw it in theater, it was a surprise. Just because there was a couple things that I did miss during the first time and that I picked up on the second time. It was still one of those... Oh, I'm so glad they never gave the story away. But that's just me, and that, I mean that's you, you got something to look forward to, Artab. Yeah, you, I, I'll you be can interested. Get out there. I haven't gotten out there, but it will be a part of my uh, to-do list once I have money back in my pocket. Yeah, <laughs> I know there's a not a lot of naysayers here. Spider-Man: Homecoming looks great, and if you you're, you're doing a disservice to yourself if you're going to miss it. I. Uh, I'll watch it. I, I'm 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 loving the fact that they're that Marvel actually has their hand in it this time. Right, and I think that that's going to be a major sway. Yeah. I think this is going to 
they're, they're going to do it right. I'm trying to not go in with the highest expectations, but I think this is going to be one of those movies that breaks a lot of people's expectations in mm-hmm. terms of quality. I, I will say this. I hope they don't overuse. I'm hoping it'll be a game changer. I hope they don't overuse Tony Stark in this one. That's what I was kind of worried. I'm well, glad that he's in it. Yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm excited that he's about in it. it. That's Sony's fault because they shouldn't. We shouldn't even know that Tony's in the movie. Like that should have been left out of the trailer. Yeah. Like you maybe have the one scene in the car that they did. They because they yeah they did have him yeah. in the car, but that implies that he plays such a small part in the movie, but, as opposed to seeing him flying around in the suit and all that. Yeah, that that's kind of one of those things where I'm I'm just like let it be a surprise that he's gonna be we're gonna see Iron Man and Spider Man together. It's yeah. looking like it's more um, Sp- Amazing Spider-Man and his amazing friends as opposed to a Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah. That's kind of always how it's been, too. You know, I was hanging around with these guys this last week, and, uh, yeah, one guy was really big, and the other guy was, like, really tiny. And, you know. <laughs> I know him from work. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's it. Oh, man. Um, yeah, I, I, I just I hope they I hope they use him just enough, but not, not overuse him to make it into... And Avengers with Spider-Man. I, I want to see that. Don't Iron, get me wrong. Iron but Man three and a half. Maybe. Yeah. I don't maybe. think. There, are, is there going to be any more standalone Iron Man? Actually, films? I did hear a rumor on that too. I do believe they're going to try another one. I, Iron Man four. Yeah. Do we need to? I don't think we need to. Do here's another question. Do you think that the Marvel films need to uh, distinguish? by character anymore so does it need to be Iron Man 1, 2, and 3 does it need to be Thor 1, 2, and 3 does it need to be Captain America 1, 2, and 3 or can we just start, start calling it the event so like Captain America 3 should or should, should not have been called Captain America Civil War it should have just been called Marvel Civil War I, I kind of I kind of right. agree with that yeah. I, I kind of think that yeah there, there should there should be a, a centralized character but yeah, we're, we're not cutting you off. Keep drinking. That's, that's the story. <laughs> that was the sausage talking. Um, I, I think that there should be a centralized character, but they should still have an overall theme where it's more than just that one character. See, I think it's I think that's because they're afraid to make the step. I, I, I think that the, they're afraid to separate themselves from the brand and think like kind of the same way Wolverine was separate from Logan. Yeah, well, and, like and, Logan said, like no one. You know, we knew what Logan was, but you also, it wasn't totally advertising itself as a superhero film right. either. Right. But but then but then you have the have the thing where I mean, in Civil War, you didn't have Thor, you didn't have uh, Hulk, which is why you could get away with calling it Marvel's Civil War instead right. of just Captain America. But Civil at War. the same time, Civil War, the Civil War wasn't necessarily. And that's Captain two out of the America. rest of the roster. True. It was a fight between Captain America and Iron Man. And I would actually argue that it was a fight over who's in charge of the Avengers, the money or the patriot, the patriotism. And then you have the argument where you're also following Tony's development with from his father and how that all occurred, not giving spoilers or trying not right. to. All I can say is hail Hydra. <laughs> Well, let's not even start on that. <laughs> no. Well, no, I, I, I kind of think, I mean, yeah, you, you're going to have people then that are not going to be involved with specific movies. Like, you know, you, you have, uh, like, like I said before, you have Thor and Hulk who were not part of the Civil War. In the comic series, they were. Well, and that's the other but thing. But they were off-world. They, they, but right. on, on this one, they were off-world. They're having their own story. That's why you have Thor Ragnarok coming out. Right. So excited. Well, and I think... Uh, uh, people need to I, I, I don't hear the argument too often anymore but I still hear it and I used to hear it a lot when comic book movies like first hit the scene and that's that oh it wasn't enough like the comic they didn't get these details right and and the, what I've kind of have come to realize is Marvel is just making its own continuity with it this mm-hmm. is how this it's 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 like another you know it's part of their multiverse essentially the cinematic universe is its own you know right. set of events I go into every movie saying based on the comic or based on the book. But not it's not a retelling. They're taking the elements to make it a serviceable story. It doesn't have to be the the beat for beat exact telling and I yeah. think a lot of people forget that and I think that's one of Marvel's strengths with their movies is they're not necessarily uh, you know going by the gospel word. They're mm-hmm. letting some creativity and originality flow through it. Yeah. Going by the gospel could kind of mean like, "Hey, look, why Watch, this is going to happen next. 
Kind like, of. I'm going to smack the shit out of you. Like, the Batman, me like the Batman movie that has Bruce's parents' death in every yeah. Batman movie there has ever been. Now, uh, so, so, so to go along with the original question, I, I do think that it should be Marvel's, you know, you know the uh, Marvel Infinity War, you know, so, something like that. But if they are going to have a central thing, it should just be an origin story and how they got into it. Uh, yeah, no, exactly. Like, do and an that, origin that, that and have it. that be the one uh, that like, s- establishes the character, but then don't you don't necessarily need to feel obligated to do a have two, a three-movie three, yeah. deal of just him it's like and black, his stories. Like, you can just keep integrating him into the next yeah, you know, like, like, set of like movies. Yeah, like Black Panther 1, 2, and 3 doesn't need to happen. I don't think it'll ever happen. No, it, it'll never happen. But Black Panther origin, you know, origin story, how how the, the, the moniker of the Black Panther came to be and how it got to where it is today, that's it. He's in he's in the next, you know, in the next storyline. I think that's fine. We don't need to explore it. But if it is a huge name like Iron Man, Captain America, I'm I'm kind of torn. I mean, yeah, I think there should be like a, a, I I think there should be another Captain America centric movie. But I don't think there needs to be another Iron Man-centric one, because at this point, he has kind of taken a back seat. He's proved where he... I mean, he's already providing the house. Yeah. Um, the house that Stark built. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> anyway... Uh, are we, yeah, are we crossing pro- fandoms at this point? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he's, he's performing... Uh, he's already got the house. He's got the leadership. He's got the technology. But then the government's got to say, you know, you got to do this, you got to do that. Captain America says, I believe this is the way we got to do it. Yeah, those are your your main key points on the on the head of it. Um, who gets a, a movie down below? Um, I, I've heard stories of the uh, Black Widow and... Uh, uh, Black Widow and Hawkeye. And Hawkeye. I'd love to see that. I, I want, that I want to know, probably would be a good movie. I want to know a, what happened in Budapest. Yes, and I that's do. what I'm saying. A prequel of the Budapest story would be awesome. Yeah. They just keep referencing it. I want to know. Yeah. yeah, it would be it would be a nice thing for them to actually put out. So so we have a reference point when we go back to watch it. Yeah, so. that, that that would be awesome. I also like with Ragnarok. It's kind of doing what you were talking about. It's going it's, Guardians of the Galaxy. Well, it's centralizing on Thor's struggle in this time and how it's affecting not only his family but the rest of the universe. But then we have a couple of extra characters thrown in. And to show what they were doing during this conflict, obviously we're going to have Doctor Strange, and mm-hmm. um, we're also going to have Hulk. But um, it, it's still very much a Thor movie. It's still very much a Thor from the comic books issue. Obviously, we have it's called Ragnarok. I yeah. mean, it's the end of the world. Rumor uh, has it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I, I'm, I'm looking. I'm definitely looking forward to Thor, seeing where where they're going with it, and how they're gonna how they're gonna bring. Thor and Hulk and even Doctor Strange into the Avenger mix. Well, so. you know, Thor was already there. So well, that no, 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 no. I mean, I mean, like bring them back into it because they're, he, they're not, they're not there right now. It, it, right. According to them, they're not there right now. So I want to see. Yeah, they're completely off world. What what's going to happen? I'm a little confused that Thor just, I mean, not Thor, Hulk ran away from the Avengers. How did he end up in that rink? Like, I'd, I'd want to see that movie. That I want to see that movie, too. I'm uh, hoping well, it's just a flashback. It, it, it's yeah. really not the Hulk. It's his brother's cousin. He needs to stop giving that serum to random people. Uh, no doubt. Yeah. All right. So, um, but yeah, a lot, a lot of great blockbusters coming out. Uh, I'm, I'm just, I'm looking at the time here, and it's starting to get a little, uh, we're starting to run just a little bit I over. I really hate that. I know. I know. You know, you get on a good string. You know, how am I supposed to catch up with the seven drinks that I'm supposed to be doing uh, in an hour? I know, I mean, right? I, I guess we could line them up and I can just down them real quick. I'm pretty sure that's how people end up in the hospital. Uh, that's possible. Crap. Oh, well. You can't, you can't afford that right now. <laughs> Crud, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So, uh, again, uh, so tomorrow's the last day of Comic-Con. I know, Jess, you won't be here. You have to go back to that, you know, real world job thing. Snap, small coppin. Yeah, um, but and I know you're, you're yes, yeah, small coppin. Coppin malls. Coppin malls. <laughs> yep, mall coppin. Uh, are you going to be here at all for the for the day, Cameron? 
that depends on how hard I party tonight. Okay. Well, you haven't touched anything yet, so it looks like you're here tomorrow. <laughs> oh, oh. There, there, there's still an after party. Oh, yeah, there's yeah, an after yeah, party yeah. at my place. After party at <laughs> the one. after party. I ain't going all the way there. Party of one. Here. I'm, I'm going to the uh, to the Blue Ribbon Army, the Dork Knight Rises Yeah, I party. you said you hadn't got your oh, ticket. Is that tonight? Yeah. I, I'm, I'm thinking about it. I got a, I got a bunch. Yeah, it's tonight. I got a bunch of people that are like, you know, messaging me. I was like, you're going to be there. You're going to be there. It's like, fine, I'll show up. But I thought you said you can't buy the ticket. on. Uh, you have to buy it online. Yeah, you, you have to buy, buy it. I have a phone. I can buy it while I'm walking to the room. Can't you buy it through the app? Yeah, you can buy it through the app. Well, there you go. Um, and that's when he gets a little pop-up when sold out. You're <laughs> out of luck, butthead. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> Should have pre-ordered. <laughs> um, so, uh, and, uh, of course, Artab, you and I are going to be here all day tomorrow as well. Uh, maybe. I may maybe. sleep in. <laughs> Who knows? No, I doubt it. I, I, I've got a notorious habit of getting toasted to the gillows and still be up at 4 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I, I kind of I saw a couple things today walking around that I that I'm hopefully might be able to pick up. Uh, but I'm, I'm waiting till tomorrow, pretty much last minute when they do the, the pack-up sales. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, some stuff. I, I took part of the day and walked the vendor floor again, and I really gave it a good once-over. I just couldn't find anything this year again. Well, th- what you're specifically kind of in tune to is the classic stuff, and there was virtually maybe only two or three people doing a lot of the classic toys. Right? I, yeah, I will say that. There, there were not a lot of vintage stuff this I year. I mean, those little bobbly-headed tunes were every fucking wear, and the spinners. And I still <laughs> couldn't find the ones I was looking for. Yeah, that's no. the other thing. Go, to, to take one step back, I don't want the hole left by Saber for, by Ultra Saber filled with pop, pop vinyl. Oh, oh God, yeah. Can we stop that? Yeah, I, like, th- it's I think already it's already excessive. Yeah, I thought they're really cool, but having every other fucking vendor selling these goddamn things. Okay, I'm yeah. tired. We, we we just we need to. I I think if you're I, I think that the, the company themselves need to come out and just have a whole like a massive area where they can sell rare ones, exclusive ones. Pop pop vinyl is our genera- is this generation's beanie babies. It is. Yes. It is. <laughs> and there I knew there was a reason why I don't have any. <laughs> I was never into the beanie babies. I, I got a few, but they're I have one I got, or two. Yeah. They were given to me. I have one that, for the record. I've never spent my own money on pop vinyls. You probably fed them to the dogs. <laughs> no, I'm Here, not that check mean. this out. No, because they were gifts, and I can't, like, if they're gifts, I'll, I'll look after it. Sentimental was, value. That was nice of that person. Yeah. To think of me. That's so sweet. I haven't purchased a single one of them, and now that I'm getting more into collecting uh, how to train your dragon stuff, I'm like, why didn't I get the dragon ones? And now I'm looking online, and I'm like, oh, oh no, that's I need why all they're of expensive. Them. And it still, yeah. blo- I still blows. I watch that I, every time they do the Netflix. I have to watch. How to oh, train I your love dragon. it. It's so adorable. <laughs> You're addicted. Hey, well, look at Toothless is on my shirt. Yeah, I thought was, I saw Batman, but that's it. Oh, well, no, I actually told myself I needed to stop bringing, packing Batman stuff that I'm involved in more things than Batman. You're more, you're more than just one fandom. Yeah, I'm more I, than just one fandom. I, I have a, a lady that's down on the floor. Um, I think her oh, name we is, need to pick her up. <laughs> yeah, she, she's going to need a lift. Uh, her, name is, her, uh, alert. <laughs> her name is Deneen, uh, Denee uh, Frazier. And she uh, is an artist, and she likes to mix them. Mm-hmm. And I, when I was on Second Friday, I bought one where she had, uh, uh, oh, crap, now the names are going to go again, uh, the Night Fury and uh, the blue thing. What the Stitch? Heck? Stitch, yes. She started combining those. So she had uh, uh, the Night Fury holding the stick and Stitch hanging on to the end with this old, just hanging there. I've seen a lot of that with them, too, because they were both the same um, artist Mm -hmm, and original uh creator. And it's actually kind of amusing that Stitch is Disney and then he's DreamWorks. Yep. Yeah. Now, I'm I'm looking for something specific. I don't know what it is yet, but I'll find eventually. (laughs) My grandson just texted me, said, are you guys going home tomorrow? (laughs) No. Maybe. All right, so uh, yeah, I think we're gonna get, we're gonna call it a night. We're gonna call it a con at this point. We called it a night yesterday. Do we have to keep calling it a night? Yes, we do. Yes, we do. <sighs> Fine. But um, so yeah, uh, any any final thoughts of the uh, the last day of con? 
cool. Shopping. Shopping. I might actually try to catch a couple of panels <laughs> that I have not I, been able to try to catch. We've only been to two. I don't think three. I need three. my three. my Jason David Frank autograph anymore. <laughs> yeah, I I just like I said at you the, got your uh, fill? the at the two o'clock show. It went from forty to fifty dollars, and that's when I decided, nope, not getting that. Not because anything, not because of anything he did personally. I no. just was like, I don't. Maybe I want to take it out of the box. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. It's got the sort of darkness. It looks awesome. Yeah. Let, 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 let's save it. Let's save it. Right. But um, I even bought Sharpies and stuff. Like, I, I went out and bought silver Sharpies for the autograph. I'm I have silver and gold that I carry with me just in case. Bastard. <laughs> I should have asked. <laughs> <laughs> and I know, I know you're not going to be all, but uh, what, what, what's one thing you want me to look for for you? Oh, one thing I want you to look for for me. Um... I haven't even looked at the schedule, so I can't be like, you have to go to this panel for me. Um, That's always helpful. Yeah, Yeah, right? Where's the GoPro? There you go. <laughs> yeah, do that. No. Um, I don't know. I want y'all to have fun. Okay. That's yeah. about it. I mean, if you see something that screams me, I know you said you have a secret thing that you have to purchase for me, but yeah. I don't know what it is. I have to, I have to find the booth again. Oh dear! I we walked that thing three times. How have you lost we, it? We we didn't we didn't go to the specific corner that I went to <sighs> on uh, on Thursday to you, go see it. You didn't let me see everything. I, didn't. I don't know. I, oh, I would guys. think twice. She 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 burned you kind of bad last night. I'm thinking twice about buying her anything. I did. Yeah. It was weird. Yeah, you kind of did. It was kind yeah. of entertaining. I'm going to actually make a clip of that. It was unprofessional. It will be, it will be my ringtone. Oh, yes. <laughs> I'm going to make it my ringtone. Please. Yeah. I'm going to ignore that comment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I told you you were cute after. Yeah, you did. You did. Yeah. You're okay. I, th- I think I'll keep you. Oh. Oh. <laughs> She's a keeper. She is. Aww. Hey, you said you wanted somebody geeky around. That is absolutely true. Oh, look at this. The we are we are still working on Amy. She stayed for she three night, three gate, three three cons last year. Two she shows, was yeah. <laughs> last year. She was like, when are we broadcasting? Okay, I'm here. Now I'm done. We're out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Next no, slide. But we'll, we'll we'll see. I don't know. Maybe maybe I'll keep her around. And we can we can bring her in on a couple other shows. Absolutely. One of us. One <laughs> of us. <laughs> oh, yeah. I am I am so flattered. Well, I mean, well, you, 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 you listen oh, to podcasts all the time, so. I do. I listen to it. Yeah. And, and, and just in case Amy actually listens to this, that's no offense to Amy. <laughs> of course I just not. Love, she seems so sweet. I, I just love poking jokes at her. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So uh, hopefully, you know, uh, hopefully things go well tomorrow, especially for it being the last day of con. And hopefully nothing, uh, hopefully nothing goes down to put another strike in the, in the Comic-Con. Oof. Uh, in the Comic Con zone. I'm just hoping that I don't lose any more money than I intend to. Lose. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> right. All right. Jesus. So from all of us here at Con Air Radio, thank you. Uh, a big, big thank you to Comic Con, especially just for uh, allowing us to roam the halls and uh, just have some fun. And even uh, a big one to uh, to Miss uh, Kristen. Uh, 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 oh shit! Yeah, you throw me through a loop. Sorry. <laughs> Kristen uh, Rowan? Yeah, Kristen Rowan My for uh, for allowing us the opportunity to actually podcast from the floor uh, right outside the Hall of Heroes. And, uh, of course, a big thank you to Miss Tracy Coco for giving us the opportunity to interview her uh, earlier today. She is absolutely special. She's I give her an open invitation every time she's come to town, yeah. she could pop in. So, again, make sure you follow us on the uh, on the old Facebook, Twitter, uh, and... Uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Instagram. And technically, we're on Tumblr and stuff, Tumblr, but I don't yeah, know a lot of stuff there. there. Uh, and, of course, if you guys want to help us out, we do have the Patreon page. God, uh, do we need the help, too. Yes, we do need the help in more we're ways than one. We're going to try to get Hag- Hag- Hagrid a haircut. No, Ooh. that's not going to happen. Ooh, maybe shave the sides, clean up the Ooh. beard. Well, shaved. you know, he is supposed to be the young Hagrid tomorrow. We might have mm-hmm. to trim that a lot. No, he, the, he, the, the old Hagrid still has more. No, just get it blown out. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> There's a hair dryer in there. <laughs> all right, so uh, so from all of us here glad at Con Air Radio. I, I'm glad you knew what I meant. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, she is female. I am very female. Very. Look at these claws. Right. I'm glad we determined that, too. Yes. Because <laughs> I worked hard, and I have an all-male cast, and we have to have a female. we got, we got, to, we got to balance out the testosterone. 
with that uh, with uh, yeah. estrogen. I'm so happy you said that instead of the token female, the, the token nerd boobs. Oh yeah, no, we're I've never used that. I, like, I actually that. like that term. Token nerd boobs. Token nerd boobs. Oh no, that is not my thing. You are not. No. We're, we're gonna we're gonna make you a shirt. Say token that. nerd. <laughs> Say that three times too fast. Token Ooh. nerd boobs. Token nerd. Token nerd. No, that's about okay, it. Okay, nude boobs. I, I mean, nude babes. We, we, we need we need to cut this off. We're getting yeah, we're, we're getting we're, too far off the we're rails. We're getting toasted. I bye. All right, bye everybody. Good night. Blast off. I see trees of green, red roses too. I see them bloom for me and you. And I think to myself, Bullshit! What a wonderful world. Where are you going? I'm going to pick a fight. Don't be too proud of this technological terror you've constructed.